What it do, golf fans? Welcome back to the Turn Dogs Golf Podcast. This is Liam. Alongside me is Jack. We had a wild, wild week in Memphis, and I saw absolutely zero of it. Not going to lie to you. Uh, I had a few other priorities going on, so it was a little tough for me to watch. But, Jack, what did, what did you think of the week? I mean, I of course I missed the week that, that our boy Willie Z, you know, comes out and absolutely ships the thing. He wins it on the third hole against Seb Straka. I don't have him in my lineup. I did have a bet on him. Pretty good week on that front. But uh, how do you feel about the week, Jack? How do you do? Well, listen, here's the thing. Friday, golf all day in their tournament. Saturday, golf all day in their tournament. Sunday, seven and a half hour round for that charity event. So we were on the 16th hole. We took my phone. And we were on the green all putting, watching Zalatoris in the playoff. So that's how I got to see it on a blurry phone. Who cares, though? It was awesome. It, I sucked it, with everything, but it was Zalatoris won. It was, yeah, it was great. Zalatoris did win. Obviously, as you were hearing, Jack and I did not have a lot of free time to actually watch the golf this week. It does happen. I mean, of course, we would love to sit here and watch six hours of every day worth of coverage and deep dive into how everyone's doing overall, but Zalatoris was incredibly shocking. He was he was number one in approach and tee to green this week. That's a pretty quick way to win a tournament. I mean, you don't have to be a great putter in order to win those tournaments. So it makes life a little bit easier for him. Uh, you said as well as and I'm in the same boat. Your DraftKings and FanDuel weren't the best this week. Well, my fantasy line, funny enough, my fantasy lineups, I scratched money in every well again. Bottom 1% of money, but yes. you know, for every $10, I made $10.80 or whatever it was. So we made money on that front. Bets, on the other hand. Yeah, Jack, Jack struggled a little bit on bets. Um, on DraftKings and FanDuel, I was brutal. Um, I had four of the six guys make the cut on DraftKings. I mean, all right, I had Russell Henley on DraftKings and FanDuel, oh, by yeah. the way. Brutal. Uh, he hit over 70% of his fairways. His putter was average. He just didn't make any birdies. I mean, he finished one under. He needed to get to two under. I think he shot he shot minus two and plus one. Yeah. I mean, uh, you got to make birdies, dude. Otherwise, you're not making the cut. So that one kind of sucked. Uh, the other guy I liked last week was Callum Taron. He was, he was less than 40% on hitting fairways off the tee box. He was top five worst in the field in driving accuracy and lag putting. Which is like, crazy because there's a guy that shot like 80 on the first day. Yeah. So, I mean, talk about absolutely shitting the bed with those guys. Um, I had Xander. He didn't play great. That sucked. JT and Sungjae kind of carried me. Hayden Buckley was a decent kind of flyer pick. I mean, he still finished T61, but he shot 80 on Sunday to finish yeah. T61. So that's, you know, that's unfortunate. Uh, I went two for six on FanDuel on making the cut. I mean, I suck. <laughs> that was atrocious. That is impressive. It's impressively bad. One of the one of the four to miss the cut was Rory McIlroy, by the way, and that that is brutal, Rory. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Um, by the way, Xander did finish t fifty seven. He was the second worst putter in the field, which is not like him. Which is not like him at all. Um, I do not anticipate that will stay that way. Um. As Jack said, bets weren't perfect. I had Ches Revy top 40. He finished T47. Uh, Scott Stallings top 40. I think he missed the cut. 
And then I had Aaron Wise top 40 at minus 115. That was my lone win of the week. So I went one for three. Do you want me just to, to skip past your bets for the week, Jack? We won't talk about it. Well, we should, but I'd feel bad if I didn't. You know, as much as I have the ego boost when I have the big wins, I came back to earth. We are down 4.2 units this week. Ooh. Ooh. Still up like 37 at the end of the day, 38, whatever it is. But Ms. Wiedenhout, top 40, finished 64th, six over on Saturday, even par on Sunday. That's never going to get the job done. Cam Young, I don't know what happened to that guy. He looked all over the place from tee to green. The highlight, I watched highlights and I watched extended highlights after the fact. I didn't watch the live run, but I don't think he had more than three shots where two hand finishes. It was everything was bad. Cantlay, my pick to win, he was all over the place too. Yeah, he joined Xander over there just not knowing what the hell he was doing. Tom Kim, Ju Young Kim, whatever you want to call him, minus one forty was my only win. We're just that gonna call hurt. him Tom, Tom Kim. Tom Kim, yeah. Tom Kim. And if you guys see him other where in other spots like Ju Young or whatever, just know it's him. It's Tom yeah. Kim. It's the same guy. And then Homa, top forty, finished forty second. Yep. With like six bogeys on Sunday, I like saw it just that. it was just bad. <laughs> like can't lay top ten. That was aggressive. But yeah. like Homa, all he had to do was shoot even par. And I win that. Because Wiedenhout, he does not have to shoot 70 or six over on Saturday and then even par on Sunday. And then, uh, you know, Cam Young, Cantlay, wild card picks, Cantlay, Cam Young, winners. You get the trend on where my week went. Well, so Jack and I didn't do too great last week on bets. I, I would, I, in terms of confidence level, I was running around so much on the weekends. I am not confident at all on my bets this week. So if any week, now is that's the, what you want to say as a podcast. I was going to say, test. if any week is the week, then that I'm going to crush it. It's going to be this week because I have, I have been running around so much. Um, let me run through winners and wild picks, and then we can go final thoughts. Uh, so Jack for the winners had Patrick Cantlay with an emphasis on Cam Young. That was T T57 and T31. I did Xander Shoffley with parentheses on Russell Henley. That was T57 and a miscut. Uh, for wild do I count pick- that as a win? Do I count that as a win? It, it feels like I just didn't lose as bad. That's what it really feels you like. You didn't lose. That's that's really what it was. <laughs> but if you look at wild picks, you lost those. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. So wild picks, Jack had Patrick Cantlay top five at plus 300. That was an L. And he had Cam Young at top 10 at plus 275. That was an L. Uh, for wild picks, I had Will Zalatoris top 10 at plus 220. Nice little W there. Uh, and then I had KH Lee top 20 at plus 500 and he had T20. So I'm taking that as the win. Um, nice. You can call it a push if you want. I'm going to go tell you to pound sand. That's a win. I don't <laughs> care. Um, so I'm calling it a win. So that is a double win wild pick, which that, that might be a first. That might be a first. We do it not, probably is a first. We do not do that very often. And I will mention this just as a, as an honorable side note. Uh, Jack, you did mention Mark Hubbard last week. I don't want to talk about Mark Hubbard. I don't he, want to talk about Mark. missed the cut. It doesn't matter. So <laughs> I mentioned Trey Mullinex at plus, good. plus 260 top 40 last week. I did not bet him, so I will not take credit for it on the full extent. But I could have gone three for three on winner picks. And that would have been wild. That would have been nasty. You got to quit. You go one for three on bets. <laughs> and then you go three for three on wild cards. It would have been absolutely wild. Now... I, let, let me clarify real quick on this leaderboard. Thank God Zal Torres won last week. You're not because, wrong. Because if he doesn't win, then there are a lot of names on the leaderboard 
that I don't think moved the needle at all. I mean, like Seb Straka, not really, but even then, like he would have been a high tier name compared to some of the rest of that leader. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'll, I'll mention that too, is I think Zalatoris winning and I'm, I'm not trying to be pro or anti live on this statement, but I think that will Zalatoris winning in that fashion catapulted the PGA tour back once again to where instead it was like live inching up and up and up. Yeah. That just took him another step ahead. Cause Zalatoris, first of all, in all the majors, he's been that spotlight guy. He's been there. Yep. Now he's getting his first win in a playoff. He's showing the emotion that he cares. But at the same time, there's also guys like Seb Straka, who is an Olympic finalist that is coming out and beating these guys. So the the competition, the tour is depth, but Zalator's winning was so cool. Yeah, I think in terms of of him finally getting over the hump. It was a great course for him to do it at. Mm-hmm. You know, he could really, he could really send it off. I, I thought the three-hole playoff was honestly awesome to watch. Him yelling back at the crowd after he made yeah. that one putt was. What he, are they going to say now? Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, all right, Al Torres, I see you. Which, um, which I'm pretty sure was directed at us because I think we've mentioned every time Z comes up. Yeah, the putting. Yeah, yeah. we mention it all the time. But Will, Will Zalatoris, by the way, as of this morning, is right now the number one ranked golfer on the FedEx Cup. I thought you were going to say world. I'm like, I no, didn't read that. No, 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 you no, no, no. Scotty. He's number one in the FedEx Cup. That's awesome. So, so that means Will Zalatoris has a chance to win the FedEx Cup when he couldn't play in it last year because he didn't have the qualifications. Wow. That would be dope if he won that. Uh, He's not qualified as a rookie, is he? He can't be. What do you mean? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, no, I la- test, yeah. yeah, last year he couldn't do it because it. Yeah, that's it, right. He, I, I don't think he was in enough events, and there were some qualification problems with him because it's the same concept that Tom Kim beat this time. Yeah, where Tom Kim would not have gotten in unless he won, which because, is crazy. And because Will didn't win last year, he was not able to get into the FedEx Cup. Gotcha. Um. All right. Any other thoughts? Uh, we're getting into the BMW Championship which is disappointing because it's usually in Chicago up until like the yep. last five or six years. Uh, I went every year. I'm sure you did. Even when it was the Western, yep. um, it's coming back to Olympia fields, Olympia fields in Chicago in a couple years. So next if year. we get big enough, come join us, but uh, I'm ready to get on to next week because as much confidence as I said, I had last week. Uh, yeah, let's get into this. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Hey, th- hey, Rory, how about we make a freaking cut since you're one of the best players? Rory, Scheffler, Spieth, yeah, Scheffler, you too. S- stop sucking at putting. How about it? Um, all right, let me run through my through my notes. It's not as much this week. So, the course details we're going to the BMW Championship in Wilmington at Wilmington Country Club. This is the first time we will be playing this course, it is playing as a par 71 totaling 7,530 yards. This is no this is a no-cut week. There's only 70 players in the field. Uh, that's a lie. There's actually two withdrawals, so now it's 68 players in the field. Who's the other guy? Uh, I need to look. I only it had it in my Cam notes. Smith it's Cam and... Smith due to hip discomfort, which is I put in parentheses because that's such a strange thing when we got one. Uh, somebody else is out. I need to look. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at the uh, DraftKings right now. I don't see anybody out, but that's not to say they aren't. All right. Well, we know Cam Smith is out. So we so it was 70. Right now it's 69. But look, I think there was another withdrawal at one point. I'll scroll through while you're talking. Okay. 
Uh, last year's winner was Patrick Cantlay. This was part of that Cantlay stretch where he went absolutely guns Mahoney and just decided he was going to start winning everything under the sun. Uh, if you're looking for a very simple trend for the BMW, this is what you want to look for. You want really good form and, a, and you want it to be from an above average to an elite golfer, which again, probably sounds like a majority of this field, but I'm saying above average to elite is in like, Colin Morikawa right now is probably like considered above average in, in, in the, in the scope that I'm talking about. Um, just some quick notes, top five golfers, recent form strokes gain T to green, which is an important metric here. In the, and I'm talking the last 24 rounds. You got Tony Finau, Roy McElroy, Cam Young, Xander Shoffley, and Sung J M. Uh, these are some of the biggest screens on tour outside of the obvious courses, like a St. Andrews or a really linksy open style course. Um, and then again, Cam, Cam Smith withdrew due to hip discomfort, which could mean anything uh, with all the rumors. All right. That's all I got. Yeah. When you type in BMW championship withdraws, it's Cam Smith, Cam Smith, Cam Smith, Cam Smith, Cam Smith. And, so. and that makes sense. He's the big name. I think somebody else, I, I thought I mentioned somebody else, but that could have been a, a note. I thought somebody had a kid or like a family member. Could be, but that could have been a game time decision that's not listed yet. Maybe that was last week too. That might have been Fleetwood. I might have been mixing it up. If, if so, you guys get the gist. Just keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, I have weather. Weather is going to be not too crazy. I mean, like 10, 15 mile an hour winds on Friday, but like if, if they can't play in 10 to 15 mile an hour winds as a top 70 golfer in the world, get out. then like you're not a top 70 golfer in the world. Yeah, for sure. All right, Jack, do you want to run through these top four guys? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. We can say again and again and again and again and again, and we'll hammer in your brain. All these guys are good options. Yes. With that being said, Justin Thomas and John Rahm are my picks this week um, for if you're going to hit this category. I think Justin Thomas is set up for success in this course. John Rahm's set up for success. Roy McIlroy is probably going to have a stellar week. Um, Will Zalatoris. Listen. Going with two wins in the FedEx Cup playoffs has become the rule, not the exception. Cantlay a couple years ago, DeChambeau, you know, it's it's becoming more and more and more. And I'm not saying he's not going to win again. I don't see it, but I think John Rahm and Justin Thomas are the two guys sticking out to me. It's it's weird for me because I really like John Rahm this week, and you feel like he's been playing, like, quote-unquote, atrociously. But we have to remember this is John Rahm atrociously. It was like so, 50th. So let's go back here to Memorial. He finished T10. The U.S. Open, he was T12. The Scottish, Genesis Scottish Open, he was T55. That's like a, an atrocious week for John Rahm standards. Uh, the Open, he was T34. And then last week, he was T5. So he's coming around. He's got plenty of distance. This Again, this is a longer course. So you for 71, to, yeah. For par 71 and being at, being at 7,500 yards. So John Rahm's not going to have any issues with the distance here. I am hammering home John Rahm this week. I think Rahm will probably be my favorite pick of this range. Um, I think Rory's obviously going to be popular and I think he'll be liked, but I am a big John Rahm guy. Uh, Zalatoris kind of scares me with big greens. Again, I, I think he had a great putting week. I don't know if he can go back to it. It's a lot like Tony Finau last couple of weeks. If he goes back to back, then like, it's Good. awesome. I'll eat, I'll eat my words if he goes yeah, back I'll to eat, back. I'll eat my words again if, if Zaltars goes back to back. It's just not common. 
So I'm willing to take that chance. Whereas Aram yeah. hasn't won yet, but has been playing great recently. Yeah, I hear you there. Go on. You speak right. your truth because it was working. No, I mean, I don't have any strong feelings towards JT. Um, he won PGA and then miscut third, T37, miscut, T53, and then 13th last week. That seemed like a shocking 13th. I never really felt like he was like in it, in it. In it. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure he'll be solid, but again, I, I think Rob's got the, got all the metrics and all the statistics to really push for a win this week. And then, and then it's funny, the most expensive guy in the field is out. I think that's hilarious by a, by a 200 bucks. Yeah. By 200 bucks. So that's fun. All right. We're going to nine K range. Could you drool any more about this nine K range? This is nasty. I mean, mean, it's going from Tom Kim all the way to Patrick Cantlay. And for the first time since I think January, Scotty Scheffler is below $10,000. Tell me about it. You taking him? I mean, listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me just go ahead and preach here. Scotty Scheffler is the number one player in the world. In one of my lineups, Scotty Scheffler will be in it because when he's back in it, he's going to be back in it. And this is one of those value picks. So regardless if I think he's going to win or not, it's a value pick. So I think it's definitely viable. So this is my issue with Scotty Scheffler. He has lost strokes putting in his last 10 tournaments outside of the U.S. Open. And he has not just lost strokes. He's lost, lost strokes. Like his putter looks like Willie Z's putter half the time right now. He cannot putt. The Willie Z of past. Yeah, the Willie Z of past before the win this past week. So – I, I am not as strong on Scheffler as I probably should be yeah. considering he's 9,800, but it, I just, it doesn't mesh well with me, especially considering that this is just such a, a loaded range. Yeah. Um, I love Tony Finau again. Again, he is striping. Yes. Could hot. there be a hotter player? Yeah. That's, I was just going to say. On and off the golf course, you know, just all over the place. <laughs> I'm with you. Oh. Hawaiian, he's a beauty. I think that he, like we talked about, I think four, five, six weeks ago, everything was good about his game except off the tee. Yep. He's been putting himself in the positions in great spots to be able to go to the green. And when your putter is good, going at the middle of the green, like Spieth at the 15 Masters, you're setting yourself up. This guy's on fire. He's He is my one of my picks, if not my pick in this range as well. Yeah, so I, I like I love Fee now. I think Fitzpatrick, you don't really think about how much of a long ball hitter he actually is. He is one of the longer hitters on tour, and the rest of his game is also in very good shape. Um, so I think he's a good option. And then I actually like Sung Jay. Uh Sung Jay is the you know he's the best driver on tour in the last statistically, 20, in, yeah. statistically in the last 24 rounds. Probably. Yeah. I mean, this guy is awesome. You don't even realize it. So you got to stay in the, you got to be able to go at the distance and you got to be able to keep it in the fairways on this course. And I think Sung Jay is a great bet for that. Um, I will say one thing about Tom Kim long course, he's a short hitter and he's played a lot of events in a row. Those are his only downsides. I understand he's 20. And if you can get past that, he's hotter than than an Arizona summer right now. So like, if you can get past those, then you're in good shape. Like you take them, Jack. Come on, that's a funny one. You that can, was good. One. You could laugh. I, I did laugh. Yeah. 
so yeah, I mean, that's, that's really the thing with Tom Kim. Can you yeah. get over the fact that he's been playing a lot of weeks in a row and can you get over the fact that he's not a long hitter? If you yeah. can do that he, he, at nine K he's a steal. However, let me just say real quick, minus Cantley and Scheffler who had bad weeks. Let me just read of this nine K range. Their last weeks, Tony Fino five, Mads Fitzpatrick five, Colin Morikawa five, Sam Burns 20, Victor Hovland 20, Sung JM 12, and Tom Kim. Obviously, I think he also got, or 13th rather. These guys are hot. Regardless of if it's one week or a couple weeks in a row, these guys are hot. I do agree. This is the week that I think Tom Kim will regress, but regress is in 45th. You know, it's not going to be crazy. So all these guys are great options. Tony Finau is my guy. I also really like Sam Burns and Sungjae this week. Yeah, I'm I'm going strong with Finau and uh, and Sungjae. Those are my big picks up here. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Especially with it being a longer course, those guys are coming in. All right, are we going to the uh, the eight K range? Do it. Start us off. All right. So on the eight K range, we are going from oh gosh, there's a lot of names here. Hold on. We are starting at the bottom with Adam Scott and going all the way up to Cam Young. So I'm going to start off. Cam Young has been playing pretty well recently. I say pretty well as if he didn't just finish second at the Open Championship. <laughs> um, he's got two top twos in his last three events. Wait, so, what? Yeah, Rocket Mortgage in, in the Open. Whoa. Yeah, I know. You don't even realize it. The, the dude is, is coming in hot. Now, although he did finish T31 last week. Sorry, down week, I guess. <laughs> um. But no, he's coming in hot. He's got he's young. He's got plenty of distance off the ball. And almost all aspects of his game fit well for this course. So I'll start off from the top with Cam Young. He's a great pick. I mean, dude, seeing Matsuyama at 8,400, it's it's so hard not to hit the plus. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this. You have to read out his last five events, though. That's the problem. I, I'm trying not to because it it, it, it hurts me to say. So he's T20 at the Memorial. He's fourth at the U.S. Open. He's miscut at Genesis Scottish Open. No, not T20, 120. I have that at T20. At the Memorial, no, he, remember Never he mind. withdrew yep. like after the front nine or something? Yes, you're right. Sorry. He withdrew at the front nine of the Memorial. So that was 120, fourth, miscut, uh, T68 at the Open, and then miscut at the 3M. Again, he is last not, place. He is not playing well, but he's fucking Hideki Matsuyama. Like, yeah, I mean that. Just that statement alone is fair. I 100% agree. But here's the thing. This is, and this might be a hot statement here. Yes. This player might be the biggest boom bust in all of this week, and yes. here's why you say that. Because his last five events, his average is like 96, but at the same time. If he comes in healthy and does what he's been doing the first half of the year, that's a top five guy. I'll, I'll just say this. If you are playing in a cash game where the top half of your uh, lineup wins money, do not touch Hideki Matsuyama with a 50-foot pole. There's no need to have him in your lineup. If you are playing in a game where only the top five 
lineups win money or like the top 3% of lineups win money. Hideki is the kind of boom bust golfer at 8,400 that if you throw him in there, he's not going to be highly owned because of all the, all the miscuts and all the injuries. And hopefully he comes back healthy and he finishes like T10 or better. And then you look like a genius and you steal everybody's money. That's, that's, that's really the metric. If you're playing in a, in a high risk tournament, then he, he's definitely the option. And I think we should uh, break down going into next year, how we factor lineups for 50 fifties, you know, like you said, $10 entry, single entries. Cause like you said, you ever look at the first place in some of these events, it's not Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Cam Smith. It's like Scotty Scheffler, Trey Mullinax, Hideki, you know, it's <laughs> Taylor these Moore. guys, Tyler Moore. These guys are, sometimes it's, it doesn't work the way you think it would. Yes. So we, you know, obviously we talk about, we're compiling our lineup. How we think those are the five guys or six guys that would be best for us. Um, we're not really doing one 50, 50, one single entry, one multi-entry tournament, whatever it is, we're just doing a lineup. So I, I do sometimes actually throw one of these into a single entry lineup. I have adjusted like one or two names before yeah. based on doing that, but it just depends on how fancy you want to get in terms of it. The, I mean, I most of the time when I come up with a lineup, this is great for a 50-50 or double-up lineup. 50-50, yeah. like you said, lineup. four or five out of six, you're pretty much 90% guaranteed money yes. versus that single entry. Four out of six, you're at 25 to 30%. Yes. So, so that is kind of why I tried to mention that on Hideki because I wanted to explain it so you guys didn't all sit there and say, I got to throw Hideki in my cash lineup. Like, no, you don't. Throw Corey Connors in underneath him. Uh, he's playing really, really well recently. Uh, he was sixth at RBC Canadian. He missed the cut at the U.S. Open. 61 in, at the Genesis. Uh, T28 at the Open Championship. T21 at Wyndham. T28 at FedEx St. Jude. He's a very long ball hitter. He'll fit well on this course. He'll have no problem getting the ball out there and giving himself good short shots. So yeah. I like Corey Connors. I think Cam Young's the guy here. I'm just going to play that point out. Um, yeah. I got four guys that I like, though. Cool. Joaquin Neiman had a super quiet 13th place. I don't think I saw one shot of him in the highlights that I watched. Obviously I didn't watch the whole coverage, um, but I, I didn't see one highlight of him. 13th. Max Homa, um, minus the open, we took a United States courses over the past entire year, minus the farmer's insurance, that was his worst week, which is crazy. Well, you can take Maybe out the, the open, open too because yeah. you can call that the tiger effect. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that was honest. when that was when he was paired with Tiger, and I think he just like shit his pants out of nervous. You have to. Tiger. Yeah, um, I do like Corey Connors, but Terrell Hatton, his last couple events: 31, 8, 11, 24. Yeah, he's fifty fifty on whether he's breaking clubs or raining putts, but you know it's a good gamble. And then Adam Scott, not talked about enough. Top five finish. He looked as good as i've seen him in years and i'm talking when he was winning the like masters like this he looked as good as he could have this week um and i'm hoping he rides it the next week because he's cheap yeah adam adam scott is definitely somebody that it could very well be an option he's been making quite a bit of cuts and he's had really good recent form i mean outside of windham but he still made the cut at windham yeah, he was T76 there, so he's probably like the worst guy to make the cut. Um, but again, you take that in most of these instances. Uh, he, yeah, he's an option. It's just tough for me to get to him. 
I mean, I either usually go up to, to Corey Connors or I go down to somebody in the top of the seven K range, but I don't know if you want to get yeah. in there. Well, yeah. let's just get it. Cause I know you and I both have, after speaking with you, one guy and his name is Cam Davis, yes. uh, but we'll get to that. It goes Billy Horschel, which is crazy to see him at seven, nine mm-hmm. to Denny McCarthy. I'll start off. Cam Davis is the guy. And I, I give full credit to Liam for pointing this out because <laughs> he's like, you know, I really like Cam Davis this week. And I go, yeah, I know he's been playing really good, but is he worth it? Let me just read you this. Ready? 13, 14, 16, 6, 8, 56, 53, 7. Those are his stats for the last three months. Yes. That is ridiculous. And he's 7,600. He, that is insane. He is also an extremely long ball hitter. When you look at Cam Davis, you always want to look at him at Rocket Mortgage, right? Because that's up in Detroit. He won there a couple of years ago. That's a course that plays really long. I mean, if you if you need to think of another course that he's going to play well at, give me a long par 71 where he's just got to nuke the ball and get it out there. These are not like extremely tree-lined fairways, all right? The, there's a little room to, if you're going to miss it off the tee box, you know, by more than a, a foot or two. You just don't want to be 20 feet left into the, the shit, basically. And then the last guy that I have, obviously we could talk more about him, but Sahith Thagala. Now... Yeah quiet 13th place again much like Joaquin quiet and it's Sahith usually when he's on a leaderboard you see him um shot 63 in the first round when that guy got hot and you know from Pepperdine his game is super solid all around he is 7300 he is cheap and uh that's all I'll say because I love him this week but last guy I'll point out are we going to talk about Brian Harmon? Third no. place, 66, 66, 69, 67. And he's 70, what? What was he? I just lost him. 7,700. That's yeah, crazy. Those are my three guys that I genuinely like above the rest. So go ahead. I'm, I'm going straight long ball hitters here. I want people just absolute big dick energy taking driver 400 yards down the fairway. Let me guess. Riley, Mitchell. I, I mean, yeah, Cam da- Cam Davis, obviously off top. Then Keith Mitchell at 7,400. The GOAT. And then I don't think I'm going to go Riley. I mean, maybe not as long of a hitter, but I do like your Thagala pick as well. Um, I think that would be probably my third choice in this range. Um Henley scares me because I liked him so much last week. And he just, yeah, what the heck happened? He just didn't know what he was doing. Um, I mean, prior to last week, he had two straight top tens and then three other made cuts beyond that. So he was he was geared up as if he was gonna go run go run low and finish like top ten again, but yeah, he just fell apart. So we'll see what happens on that. I thought you were gonna go JT Post, and he's coming in with some heat this week. He I'm I mean, 20th, 21st, 11th, 98th at the Open, but I don't really take that into account. Um, and then first and second. So in the United States in the past couple of months, his worst finish has been 21st. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I want to get to JT Post in. I just, it, it's it's tough because if I'm choosing there, they're both 7,300. Do I take JT Post or Thagala? I mean, Thagala's got a little more name recognition. He's been and more fun the, to watch. He's, he's more re- fun to watch. He's been at the top of the leaderboards a little bit more, in my opinion. Which I say that. I mean, he's got he's got five top tens. Poston's got four. Yeah. But I think Poston's more boom bust as well. Thagala is more likely to 
you know, hey, he might be top of the leaderboard. He might be 35th. Yeah. Whereas um, J- JT Poston could be 10th or he could be 64th kind of deal. Yeah, that's fair. And then, like, it's weird to see Siwoo Kim after shooting 62, Denny McCarthy, who quiet top 20, um, Mito Pereira, another guy that bombs it. Yep. He has just not been doing what he's supposed to do. And Maverick McNeely, much like what we talked about with um, like Tom Hogue or um, what Ju Young Kim, Tom Kim, ton of events did really good. And then has been struggling once he took the break. So, and then, you know, Keegan Bradley's always been a really solid pick, but this is a long course. So I, I, I am fading those guys. Um, just, but they probably will have a great week now that I said that. So what I really want to point out is we're about to get to the deepest 6k range in golf history. Yep. Um, the names up here are crazy. Um, I don't even know where to start. So if you have a guy or two that you really want to get into, go ahead. Cause this is the deepest range I've ever seen at 6k. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start with Alex Norin. He ended up withdrawing halfway through the second round last week. So he might be somebody worth keeping an eye out for an injury on, but I think that the fact that he withdrew due to injury will not make him highly owned. I'm going to name his top four finishes in the previous couple, couple of ones. You had a T 15, uh, you had a miscut, you had a T 30, and then you had a second. So Alex Noren is not having bad form coming into this. Again, you just got to double check that he didn't like break his back or something last week at the, um, at the uh, FedEx or at the St. Jude. Uh, so he'll be the first guy mentioned at 6,900. Uh, I won't be afraid to go back to Stotts, Scott Stallings either. Again, he had T he was T eighth, T fourth, T 10th, T 13th before the miscut last week. So that's four straight top 15s if you if you didn't want to listen to all that specifically. Um, again, I know he missed the cut last week. He's a long ball hitter. So I have no problems going back to the well on Scott Stallings. Uh, I'm going to do mention Wyndham Clark just if we're talking about straight driving distance. This is a dude who will who will drive the ball no problem. Um, I, I, I unfortunately do not have a lot of other details beyond that because – He's mostly known on tour for long drives. Uh, and the one last name I will mention will be Taylor Moore. Um, he has made two, four, six, seven straight cuts. His last miscut was the Memorial. Um, he had a he had T56 at the Travelers, T24 at John Deere Classic, T21 at Barbasol, T65 at Barracuda, sixth at the Rocket Mortgage, fifth at the Wyndham, and T31 at the uh, St. Jude. So he is making tons of cuts. Now, again, I know that this is a no-cut event, but he's still at 6,400. Yeah. So if you want to go up top and you want to get, you know, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, and Sungjae, you and can just, and just throw Taylor Moore in the bottom of your lineup. You can do it, and there's worse options. I'll just say, oh that. for sure, um, for sure. That's that's really the bottom of my board. I mean, I I don't I don't really want to mess with any of these guys at six six k or lower. I mean, Kiriyama is a pure dart throw, as pure as they come. This is yeah, the kind. Like, yeah, it's like second. Yeah, he is two runner up finishes, and I think two finishes over 120. So it's like the disconnect is there. That just takes experience, though. It takes time. 
So th- this is how it works with Tom Kim. You got to wait for him to miss like two or three cuts in a row and look like he's just going to fall off again. Boom. Top Boom. 10, top 20, another top 10, top 20. Boom. Back to missed cuts. He's Boom. got like two weeks when he's got two week windows where like all of a sudden he finds a game. Yeah. So he is a very risky pick. But again, if you need somebody at 6K, he's probably the best guy down there. For sure. And then I just have two guys I'll name is uh, first KH Lee. Um, this guy can hit it off the tee. He's it, not going to win it. What? TPC course? It is not, I don't believe. Because last week was TPC, oh, Southwind. Um, Southwind, yes. So he was, you know, he did fine. 20th place, if you call that fine, I would take T20, that in a heartbeat. T20. Yeah. And then uh, Christian Bezwiedenhout, he is going to make cuts pretty much every time almost. So. Yeah. You're looking for a guy to fill out a roster at 68 there's worse options bet bez kind of scares me because of the distance um yeah. just a little bit but again there's there's a lot of guys down here that scare me for different reasons i mean yeah Lauren, there's worse Lauren scares me because of injury bez scares me because he doesn't have the distance stallings didn't have an iron shot to save his life last week Wyndham clark can't putt for shit you know taylor moore all of a sudden has his moments where he just falls apart and shoots 80 so there's there's reasons these guys are in the six k range. It's just you got to find the one that pops off this week. Yeah, and you know just for Bez going at it, he's top fifteen in putting, fifth in scrambling, but strokes gained in approach, eightieth um, driving distance is one hundred and seventieth. Still at two ninety one though, so it's not like he's short, um, but sixty one in driving accuracy, not the best. But I think when he gets to the green, he does his magic. So. He's just there's worse options. That's all I'll say. If if you're down here, you're hurting. And I get it. And I and I and I'm giving grief to Jack's pick of Bez, but uh, it's not a bad pick. I mean, Bez yeah. Bez is going to be great around the greens, and that's that's better than you can say about most of the guys I've picked. <laughs> all right, Jack, we're getting into bets now. Lineups or bets? Uh, we'll do liners first. Sorry. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I'm not going to tell you, but I did go pretty middle of the road here for one of the first times ever. So I went Rambo 10-3. I went uh, Sung JM 9-1. Um, then I went to Homa at 8-5. I apologize, my phone crashed, so I had to reload it. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam Scott at 8. Sahith at 7-3. And then I went to Bez at 6-8. There we and go. that was for DraftKings. Yeah, that was a that that was a steady lineup. I'm realizing the last couple of weeks now that we've had these stacked fields, Jack likes the steady lineups. I like a little bit more going top heavy and then throwing some darts. Darts, baby. Um, so for DraftKings, I'm starting up top with John Rahm at 10-3. I'm doing Tony Finau at 9-7. I'm doing Sung J M at 9-1. I'm going to Cam Davis at 7-6. I'm going Alex Noren at 6-9, and I'm going Taylor Moore at 6-4. So, again, a couple dart throws down there on Alex Noren and Taylor Moore, but those top four guys I am big fans of this week. Nice. And then I'll go to my FanDuel, which, let me tell you, when you hear this lineup, you're going to be like, okay, that's either going to be top five or bottom five, which is probably not what you want to hear, but that's what it is. So, JT at 11-2, Sam Burns at 10-5, Cam Young 10-4, Sung Jay 10-1, Cam Davis 8-9, Sahith Tagala 8-9. That's a pretty dangerous lineup. 
That is a dangerous lineup. And do you want to know what I just realized? I don't know why I had Cam Smith in my FanDuel lineup. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what I did, but I screwed up something. Um, That's impressive. You, I mean, you might as well shoot down. You were high on Rambo. You might as well throw him in there. Hold on. I can. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me make 10 second adjustments here, everybody. Yeah. And while he does that, I'll talk about, you know, when you look at FanDuel and DraftKings, obviously there are price differentials. Um, you know, for example, Siwoo Kim is 8.5, where I think he was in the bottom 5% of all the people down there. You know, so I think distance is less factored in. Um, but, you know, for example, Cam Smith is the fourth guy on FanDuel compared to the top guy in DraftKings. Yeah. Tony Fino is very high. Spieth is very, very high after a missed cut. I think this could be a week that bounces back because before this, he was two top 10s. So I think he was good there. Billy Horschel's always way quiet, um, but he did have his first missed cut since the Scottish and the U.S. Not had his best year, um, but, you know, what are you going to do? But I really like, yeah, going into this week, Cam Davis at that price point in FanDuel is pretty good. Uh, Cam Davis is good. I'm actually, I just changed off of him on this. I do have my lineup now. I apologize. I had Cam Smith in there somehow. I don't know why. Um, but I'm starting up top with John Rahm at 11.4. I'm going to do Tony Finau at 11,000. I'm going to do Cam Young at 10.4. I'm going to do Corey Connors at 9.5. I'm going to do Aaron Wise at 9,000. And I'm going to do Keith Mitchell at 8.6 to, to round wow. it up. Go for the long. I was surprised you chose. Um, who'd you take at nine? Aaron Wise over Aaron Cam. Aaron Wise. I'm, I, you know, between him and Cam Davis, I like, but. Again, Cam Davis is scary, and too much of Cam Davis is like too much of Keegan Bradley. It's it it just it ends up poorly for everybody. Hmm. So I prefer not to tank all of my lineups by having Cam Davis. Yeah. So try you know I'll keep him in DraftKings. Still but, a great lineup though. Switch it up in FanDuel. I can go if if you really want to. You have the money. You can go from Aaron Wise to Cam Davis and, and FanDuel, and then maybe spend that hundred bucks. And then and then you can go from Keith Mitchell to like Taylor Pendrith or Davis Riley. So could be worse. There's definitely there, worse lineups. There's there's options there. We'll just say that one. All right, Jack. What are we doing? We got bets. Are you still doing five? Yeah. Right, and uh, let's just say before that go out, the top forty bets were ridiculous. So. Uh, yeah, so I went um, top 20 for most of them. So starting off, uh, Sung JM top 20 minus 110, Tony Finau, or excuse me, Sam Burns top 20 minus 105, Cam Young top 20 plus 100, Tony Finau top 10 plus 140, and then JT top 10 plus 150. I'm sorry, did you take Sung J top 20? I did. I have Sung J top 20 as well. As Looks you, like we're squad riding. As you can tell, we uh, this week was a lot more hectic for the two of us. Um, all right, well, I guess we're squad riding Sung J this week. We're going to take it. You got a 120? I got a minus 110. Minus 110. I saw a minus 115. Ah, see, that's why you got to check your sports books. You got to get the best odds possible. It might be also Iowa to Illinois difference. There's always yeah, some stuff I mean, like that. that. It could be a little bit of a difference. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with 115. Sorry if you lost it on lost out on that five. <laughs> if you lost your three pennies. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to do uh, Sung JM top 20 minus 115. Great. Cam, Cam Davis top 20 at plus 175. And then John Rahm top 10 is plus 140. 
Nice. So those are my three this week. Again, sticking with three. Yeah, well, I'm going to let you go on wild cards first because you had a hypothetical three for three. So I'm letting you take care of this one. We don't have to say hypothetical. We'll just say I went two for two. I mean, that is that is just as good. Two for me. two with a one-on-one on honorable mentions. That's pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, all right. So I got one that's that's honestly I like more than the other. The first one that I like, I really like, is Cam Young top 10. It's plus 250. I think that one actually is – so, I mean, I, I'm not betting it, but in terms of wild picks, I think that's one that is. Oh, you don't bet your wild cards? I always do half a unit. I don't. I, these are ones that I like that I just can't get to. The one that is a little more out of pocket, again, needs to come around is Keith Mitchell top 10 plus 500. Yeah. I wish you could see my face because I'm a big, <laughs> I'm as big of a Keith Mitchell fan as it comes around. That was shocking. Yeah. Jack is, uh, Jack is a little lost on that one. That one was a little, a little out of pocket. Yep. I have no words. If you go two for two again, I might shave my head. <laughs> so Keith Mitchell's got to get top 10 and Cam Young's got to get top 10. Ooh, goodness gracious. So. I don't know how to follow that, but I guess I'll try. <laughs> go so wild. first one at plus 300 is uh, the field. So John Rahm, Roy McIlroy, Will Zalatoris, or Patrick Cantlay winning. That's plus 300. So I think those four guys have as good a chance as anyone. Which leads into my next wild card. Remember, wild card yep. at plus fourteen hundred. Justin Thomas winning. Uh, yeah, just straight up JT. Just straight up JT. I am confident that I'm putting him in a wild card. Just for the I, record. I mean, that is some huevos for Ancheros. So I, <laughs> I, I respect it because you know that takes some balls to. to I, I broke the mold. Out, I broke the mold. I didn't because I was going to go about plus ten doing that. It was plus 110 um, or, or something like that for top 10. Um, but I was like, you know, screw it. I, I mean, JT, yeah, I'm here for it. Like, again, not a bad pick. Yeah, uh, uh, and you're going to be shocked when I get into my winners who my number one is. Well, I mean, you might as well segue into it, Jack. Is JT winning? So he – no, I'm just kidding. Of course, it's Justin <laughs> Thomas. It, it's the, He's the guy. And then uh, I'm going to follow it up boring pick john rom i think it's one of those two guys that wins this week oh, i really do you asshole okay well <laughs> no that's fine that's fine take rom whatever um, i think it's just one of those two guys i think they are primed for a win justin thomas and john rom both two of the of the longest hitters on tour best iron game rom gets the putter versus thomas gets the head game it's just a matter of one of them winning all right, I'm going to give you Rom, but I'm going to keep it a stack. I have Rom on like all three facets, both in DraftKings, FanDuel, and my bets. So I would like a little if if Rom we'll squad around, right Rom. I was going to say if Rom comes around and wins this thing, then I I want like I I want a little bit of credit on that. Hey, you can join me in Rom. Win. Um all right, I got to think. I'm going to do uh I'm going to do Sungjae. I'm going to do Sungjae in That was my other guy, yeah. Um and then my parentheses, I'm going to go low somewhere. Somebody that's a little more sneaky. I thought you were going to go Cam Young. I thought you were going to ride it. No, I, I, I had Rom and Sungjae, but now Sungjae is my main, my main pick. Uh, I'm going to go Corey Connors. I like Corey. Again, a little lower this week. Not necessarily the top guy in the field, but I, oh, I could have gone Cam Davis. Still can. Nah, I'll stick with Corey Connors. Don't, don't, don't rock the boat. All right, so I'm going Sung J M and, and Corey Connors. Done. Now, 
Now, what's exciting, though, is we actually get to watch golf this weekend. Yeah, let, let's hope uh, Jack and I will be able to actually watch a little bit of, of golf this week and and try and enjoy it. I, I feel horrible that I don't have more notes on the St. Jude from last week. But again, just, you know, life gets, yeah. life gets in the way. Uh, so you always just try and watch as much golf as you can. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, we are, we are closing in here on the end of the end of the, uh, golf season. It is wild. It felt like, you know, it feels like it, you know, even though I know it always finishes around this time, it still feels like we're still halfway through golf season. So, you know, obviously in Chicago and Iowa, we don't get to travel to California and Arizona. Well, you get to travel to Arizona, but you know, um, all these places in golf all year round. So it feels like it should be going on for three more months, but that's the way it is. And I know in like two weeks, it's already going to be back up. So um, this is the time to enjoy it because um, in two weeks, JT Poston will be 11-5 on DraftKings. So enjoy everything while you can now, because this is when the fun is top 70. Then we get into even smaller pickings at that. So Let's go out. Let's have some fun. BMW Championship. Couldn't have said better myself. Let's just go out there and win some money. Let's do it. Have a good one, everybody. Let's do it.